Hello, everybody. Good evening. We're live. It's uh, Wednesday night. Is it Wednesday night already? It's already Wednesday night. It's live. It's a live show. Mm-hmm. Fun doing live shows. I can't. I can't imagine doing. Oh, I just can't imagine doing a pre-recorded show. No, we tried it. Remember, it was so weird. We did. Yeah, the real cock. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, my name is Jeff Kalman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the lovely Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. The What Would Jeff Do show is a Q&A show. It's on every Wednesday, excuse me, Wednesday and Friday night at, um, oh, I don't know, 5 o'clock, sometimes 6 o'clock, but we always advertise it. Usually 6. Usually 6. Sometimes it's 5. Sometimes it's 5. Friday's going to be 5. Yeah. Um. What also happens is that uh, we've got so much social media out there for people. We have a morning show. I do six podcasts a week. I've got a morning show called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. It's on at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a whole different flavor of show. That's a show where I rant a lot about a lot of things. Um, And... um, on this show, I do go into rants once in a while, but it's more Q&A to help you out. Even though my morning show is geared to helping people out, everything I do is to helping people out, um, having a better life with your dog. Most of the people that call in, write in, I'm sorry, um, always ask me, and if you just follow the questions, they always ask me, how do you stop? How do you stop? How do you stop? Okay, quick education and dog training. That's a simple concept. We use a ton of positive reinforcement training. Reward-based training is geared towards teaching new things, reinforcing new things, um, where if you want to stop something, which is what most people call into the show for, it you have to learn to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor so the dog will stop the unwanted behavior. So this, um, it's so important to understand. These are not opinions. These are facts. And if people want to dispute it with their pseudoscience, talk to, uh, I can give you somebody to talk to, they will blow every scientific study out of the water. Because there is no, maybe there's one or two, but most of it is based on opinion, not true science. It's based on a bunch of emotional-based things. The bottom line is it's really, really easy to just say, throw words out there. And I do throw words out there too. The great thing is I've got stuff to back it up. So when you tell, when someone says that they're going to a, not a force for your pure positive trainer, which doesn't exist. That's a marketing slogan, but I guess I don't know what force free means, but force free means force free. Correct. Because. Forgot my mic. It's like every dog is force is used. And why is force free better? Like who says that's better, but there's everything in force. Once you put a leash on the dog, you're using force just the way it is. Once you close your door of your car and they keep the dog in there, you're using force. Anyway, um, I use the word punishment a lot. Punishment is not abuse. It's been hijacked. Um, It's an actual scientific term. If somebody wants to throw science at me, it's actually called punishment. It's the opposite of a reward. 
the show is pretty much based on stopping unwanted behaviors. Therefore, it gets asked. That that response is talked a lot. It's actually very, very important that you actually properly learn how to apply a punisher to a dog. It's actually pretty important that you actually learn how to have a disagreement with your spouse. It's actually very important that you learn how to sit your children down in a positive way, explain to them what they did was incorrect without um, defeating their self-esteem. Like all these things are important in life. And most people don't take the time to educate themselves. So we're here to educate you about how to properly apply a punisher. A lot of things seem harsh. A lot of things seem mean. A lot of things seem uncaring. It's the farthest thing from the truth. When you're living with a dog that you can't have people over your house, you can't take your dog anywhere. You can't walk your dog down the streets. It's injuring you, injuring people in your house. Um, you will understand that's not a good life. Most dogs, I'm sorry, all dogs come to us extremely badly behaved. We didn't create it. All we do is fix it. That's all we do. Dog training is not rainbows and fairy dust. You're being lied to. Let's start with the great <clears throat> questions that Joel has. Oak Barrel Barbecue said hi. Oh, hey, Oak Barrel Barbecue. Are um, you are you Oak Barrel Barbecue in Florida? No, that's Oak Barrel Restaurant. There's two I don't locations. think it's Oak Barrel. It's called like Oak something, Oak and Stone maybe. Oak and Stone, you're right. You're mm -hmm. right. You're right. Um, so just to let you know, Angelo and I went out for barbecue um, yesterday for lunch at a local barbecue restaurant right down the street. Next. Daniel, hi, how are you today? Good, love dogs, New Zealand. Hey, New Zealand, how are you? Um, I love people. I Obviously, that doesn't mean I don't like dogs. It's really interesting when you say that. Not you personally, but when people say, you know, they'll, they'll say, if you like one thing, that's another thing wrong with this, what's going on in society. When you like thing, you must, when you, you must dislike the others. And that's just the farthest, the farthest thing um, from, from the truth. Um, um, things are great. I'm, I'm melancholy tonight. It's been a long, long day, long day. I've got a new workout routine. I've been doing a lot of manifesting. I joined a different gym today um, and uh, I worked myself to exhaustion, added three new exercises to it. I'm 57 years old right now and watch out world. Um, things are going to change next. <clears throat> Sam says, hi guys, Jeff, thanks for the show this morning with the meditation. You did meditation on your show? Mm -hmm. And orgasmic description of the Danishes. LOL, did you guys end up going to the cafe? What the hell are you talking about on your show? You know what? Um, you have to, what, maybe if you stuck around long enough to listen to the show. That's my gym hour. Okay. Um, so Sam, we didn't go to the cafe today and I was really passionate about that. But what we did though, and I don't know if Joel's Joel putting it up tonight or tomorrow. Ooh, if you go to our Instagram stories and if you are a subscriber on our Instagram stories, you will see where we went today. We went into downtown Sarasota. So we went into downtown Sarasota. We did go to a cafe in downtown Sarasota. We went to a used bookstore. We did a lot of public access stuff in Sarasota. I did off-leash training with Utrid in Sarasota. 
If you're looking for a board and train program, we're located in Rhode Island and we're, look, we're located in um, also the Sarasota Bradenton area. Our Florida location does as um, short as two week boarding trains. Um, we specialize in off-leash training. We specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors. And um, we do a lot of public stuff. So your dogs go to stores. Your dogs go to the beach. Your dogs go on excursions. You go to nature preserves. Your dogs do downstays next to next to other dogs. They learn to swim. They learn to swim. The video went up yesterday. Um, they learn how to socialize by existing. And um, they learn wonderful things. And they live with us. Mm-hmm. They live right with us. So um, I'm in charge of, um, like, I'm the one that lets your dog out first thing in the morning and feeds them. Next. Um, Release the leash dog training says, would you agree luring is still forcing the dog? So that's what I think. There is no such thing as forced. No, that's a good question. And I hate to get into these politics like this. I just throw shit out there. Um, I hate to get into these actual discussions, but I guess I should. But I don't, I, I think luring... First of all, I don't disagree with luring. I don't disagree with reward-based training um, at all. I don't, I don't disagree with actually free shaping. But, but some of that stuff has no business in my business. For instance, when you have a dog that is not food-motivated, luring doesn't work. You use a HVT high-value treat, that doesn't work. You use a double HVT, that doesn't work. We get dogs in that are afraid of their shadows. They're not going to eat. They, they, just, they just won't eat. And it's not because they're afraid of us. They are afraid. They're fearful dogs. So is luring force-free? That could probably be a yes or a no. That could probably be a yes or no. Hey, Angelo, hold on one second. Angelo, your your dinner is in the fridge. Would you, you get a gift? Can you close the front door and um, lock it? Your dinner is in there. Water and then eat your dinner, okay? Napkin and fork. Thank you. Okay. Nice. That was really nice of him. You better freaking figure something out. Get him, bring him something tomorrow. Nice. Okay. That's so sweet. Um, so, Loring... You probably can say yes and no. You probably could say yes and no. It's coercion. It is definitely coercion, though. And that's another word they like to use Mm -hmm. as the force-free, that they don't use coercion. So in the description of force-free, no coercion is allowed. So yes, you would be using coercion. That is coercion. Next. Daniel said how to stop dog from pulling on i'm assuming pulling on the leash so who asked that daniel so daniel um i can stop your dog as most good dog trainers can in less than five minutes we have got so many free videos so many free videos on how to get your dog to stop pulling on a leash if you go to our youtube channel just look it up when is the free promo coming out for that free mini course probably tomorrow okay where will that be located instagram Facebook. And people just put in their... They'll go to the academy and it'll go to the Walk the Walk program, but there will be a free coupon code, Okay, basically. We have a Walk the Walk program. Tomorrow or the next day, go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. You put in your email. We will automatically send you a $37 course. For free. For free. No obligation. Next. 
Um, Oak Barrel Barbecue said no, DC area. Oh, nice. Cool. Nice. Very good. Yazuka, my dog can remain double down, stay in a cafe for an hour, but he keeps shaking. Is it considered fine? If not, how can I stop it and make him feel a little more calm and relaxed? You know, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No? That's it, okay. Um, That's the thing, Yazuka. Is the shaking the, which which I believe it is, because I've seen it tens of thousands of times, the lack of breaking command is the shaking environmental nervousness how do you make it better create a better experience don't push the dog over threshold that's what you'll be told but that doesn't work i want to take my dog to a cafe and i don't want to spend five months doing it when i can do it in a day because every time you take your dog to a cafe over those five months until it works out well guess what happens you stress your dog out. So if you're against stress, you shouldn't be doing that. The idea would be to eliminate stress as soon as possible, correct? You can use low level on the remote to get the dog to stop shaking. Sometimes you can do a quick nick on the remote at a higher level and resets the dog. We just were talking about something about that, I think, yesterday on um, on the inner circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. so you can you can try you can try those you can try those things organically though it also can go away all you're con- all you're really concerned about is having the dog hold command next caroline said oh my god yes i was dying when you were describing the cafe i need to make a trip to florida caroline come to florida and we will take you to the cafe that's right. what I was talking about. The paste, the the cheese Danish there. Uh, Amuse five, that shit is. And Amuse good. five is orgasmic. I don't even eat like, sweets really, but that shit is good. Yeah, I always take a bite. And I was of explaining you. how nice they are there, and and just, yeah. just everything, everything. They have the best pistachio latte too. Yeah, not too sweet. Mm. It's really point. good. Next. Um, Deanna said, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Jeff, I am 50 and work out regularly too. I'm the strongest I've ever been. Hope to compete in physique still someday. Good for Age you. just a number. Good for you, Deanna. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing about you is you'll be in the master's program, less competition, right? Um, so I'm 57 years old and, um, you know, just to let everybody know, not to insult anybody, but dad, dad bods are not exactly the in thing. Um, I think I think it's important that we start taking um, mental um, fitness, emotional fitness, and physical fitness a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that, um, and if you don't feel this way, please reach out to somebody for help. I want to live as long as I possibly can, free of diseases, free of issues. I want to make sure that my mind is always sharp um, if I can control it. Um, I want to learn better coping skills, communication skills, relationship skills, parenting skills. Um, I want to be a great human being to the society. So with you being 50, there's so much opportunity out there for all those things to happen at actually at any age. There's actually no excuse. The internet is fantastic. The internet is fantastic. 
for um, so much knowledge to put in your brain. It's, it's beyond incredible. Next. Uh, Gabrielle, how do you mitigate whining? I've tried bonking and e-collar and nothing seems to be working. Many things you both rock. It's such a pain in the ass, isn't it? Sure is. I'd rather have a dog literally try to bite me than a whining dog. And that is 100% true. That is 100% true. Um, I think that you need to go on this self-discovery tour of of, 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 of how to stop of how to stop whining mm-hmm. um, remote cowers work we find the bunker does work absolutely we find navigating your remote cower high low continuous um, uh, um, momentary um, I think you're gonna really really like um, the results troubleshooting it next. Kim, hi, J&J. As per Jeff's suggestion, I pushed the threshold with Thumper, took him to the fence line of the dog park. He's nervous to lay down. I persisted. He did well and continually looked up at me. Good job. No dogs came to the fence, sniffed and left. Then it hit me. When we were in your driveway, you said your dog wasn't into Thumper's energy. A previous trainer brought three dogs one day and said the same. So how do you change energy? Kind of thinking it's because I'm not putting him in enough of these situations. Your your energy, Kim, like your personal energy? No, the dogs. The dogs? You know, this concept of if the human is nervous, the dog is nervous. Be careful going down that road. It's a dangerous one. Um, no, she just said that the dogs kept coming up to sniff and right. leaving because they weren't into Thumper's energy. Right, which is actually fine. Mm-hmm. It's actually fine. I think what's happening is you're being more confident. Your confident now is giving more clear black and white um, direction to your dog. Yes or no. Do the, Excuse me, do this, don't do that. So um, I think it's important that folks understand that leadership breeds confidence with dogs and humans, mm-hmm. yourself, partners, next. Daniel, how to stop a dog from jumping on people? Daniel, you seem to have a lot of questions. You're brand new to the show. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I would suggest if you have not dived deep into our um, YouTube channel, just start looking up all these things. You also might want to get the Green to Graduate program, the Green to Graduate program. My answer is going to be the same, though. We have a wonderful video for free on YouTube, it's titled, How to Stop Your Dog from Jumping. We get dogs to stop jumping on us the first time and they never jump on us on again. They never jump on us again. It's not that they jump on us and we say, get off of us. It's not like we walk into a room and like, don't look at them. Our client dogs that come into us with massive jumping problems, don't jump on us at all. Next. Devin, sometimes I feel like I might be putting the e-collar on too tight. I would say my fittings are inconsistent. How would you fit a collar properly? When is it too tight? When the dog passes out, um, your collar is definitely on too tight. I think a lot of people, I'll tell you what, uh, let me let me flip that a little bit. It's too loose when the dog 
when you can take the collar and go like this with the collar. You want it snug. You want to dig in there like this, especially with a lot of your dogs with your fur. If it's too loose, you have inconsistent contact. Um, and I think it's important that you have consistent contact, obviously. So that could, that, you know, that, that, that could be it. That could be it. We do have a video on how to fit a remote collar next. Kim said, not my energy, the dogs. <laughs> so, you know, it's an interesting observation that the dogs didn't like the dog's energy. If the dogs walked up to your dog at the fence line and walked away, I wouldn't look at that as a negative. I wouldn't say, oh, the dogs don't like your energy. They don't want to be with your dog. I'd be like, cool. The dogs aren't interested in my dog. Like, that's what we like. Or they were just so riled up, they had something better to do. Right? Hannity was on. I don't know. Next. Crazy nurse. Question. Are Billy only barks when, they're, when he hears something at the door? Is that acceptable? I don't mind. When I talk about stopping barking, I'm talking about the incessant barking that dogs do at windows at doors that they don't shut they literally don't shut up in the yard like we've got neighbors with barking dogs that literally never shut up they bark at everything that moves that's what i'm talking about right now if um as every most people know we're building an addition onto the house so my morning podcast the contractor will come over um i usually have utrid and um text next to me text will let off let out a low growl and they bark and i'll just say enough it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me next nate how do you counter condition anxious shaky dogs in public dogs obedience is great in public mm. but the dog shakes and gets overwhelmed incredibly easy yeah well you're not going to do as much counter conditioning we use a lot of food in counter conditioning so a lot of nervous fearful dogs won't take food who asked that question Nate. Nate. So, Nate, what you're going to do a lot of is um, uh, just more existing. Take your dog more places, but don't have your dog meet lots of people or things, but introduce it to as many environmentals as possible. As possible. Crowds, noises, cars, um, sitting outside of shops, people coming and going. Um, People walking up to you to talk to you, no petting of the dog, um, advocate for your dog. And once your dog starts experiencing the real world, we see this over and over and over again. It's sort of like a, 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 a work in progress. It's sort of like a work in progress. It's not one, it's not one thing. Also, holding your dog accountable in every other part of its life, even inside your house, dramatically helps. Next. Patty, question. My Malamute always tries to correct small dogs and puppies. It looks really aggressive and she growls. How can I stop this behavior? Does not like small dogs and puppies. Tries to correct them, yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> okay, I'm a firm believer in a fair puppy raiser. Firm believer in a fair puppy raiser. What's it look like if it's just a growl? Say the dog gets up in its face, the puppy gets up in its face, you know, lick, 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 snap, 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 snap. 
jumping up, you know, doing all that greeting shit, which is normal, by the way. If your dog growls and the other dog stops, I call that a fair. I call that fair. I actually have zero problem with that whatsoever. Hmm. Next. Devin said, it's never too tight. I just think sometimes their breathing makes me think it's too tight. I started using wings and three-quarter contact points. Seems to help lately. You know what you could also do, Devin, to make yourself even feel even better? Use bu- the bungee cord collar. Next. Daniel said, thank you. Right. Crazy Nurse said, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Javier, how to know if a dog is going to attack another dog when introducing to each other? Ooh. Mm. I can show you lots of, well, in our inner circle, we got videos. You have to understand loading. I'm not a big fan of dogs on leashes meeting. I don't know why I just skipped so many. I'm so sorry, guys. I have no idea why my computer bumped me. Um, I'm not a big fan of of dogs um, meeting on leashes. They can't do the normal greet. I think, I think, you might have a full understanding of what a fight is going to happen, but the other dog and the dog's owner, I'm sorry, the other dog's owner might not. There's something called loading. Loading is the precursor to a fight. There's an intensity about the dog. There's body stiffness. There's posturing that, um, that usually precedes a fight. I think people... We're big at pushing, but not to the point of fighting. Next. Unless we're, I'm sorry, unless we're rehabbing a fighting dog. And then we have to actually push them over the threshold so we can teach them not to fight. Next. Kevin said, Jeff and Joelle are so good, guys. I watch them and I don't even have a dog. <laughs> You'd be, thank you so much for your kind words. You would be really surprised how many people watch this show that don't you know, have a dog. I mean, I don't know if click and clack are still on NPR. When I was in the radio show business, they followed my show. I'm sorry. They were on um, right before my show, I believe, or at the same time, they were in a different studio. Click and clack. They weren't in the studio, but their show um, was, was described. Um, I think it's called click and clack. The, um, the auto repair guys. And I have no interest in fixing cars, but it was a really good show to listen to. Yeah. They're based up in Boston, too. Sawblade Entertainment said, hey, guys, just dropping in to say hi. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Veronica, my 14-month country Dane, has been visiting the city with me for two months. She's explosive around people. We walk every night, and she's getting better. I don't even let her look at distractions and load. We're getting there with corrections, but it seems like it's taking longer than it should. So I have a wonderful... um, video called Leash Reactivity that Joelle did a fantastic job putting together. There's two of them. There's one for, we also have a great bundle, by the way, of green to graduate to Leash Reactivity courses, or you can get the Leash Reactivity course. I would suggest the one that's the lower price course. I think that's a better course. Joelle videotaped a full day of a seminar, you know, had to edit it down, like, because it's, you know, eight hours long and it's like, there's lunch and there's a lot of repetition of the same thing with you know 15 dogs you know so but you get the you get a lot of great talking points you get live demos you see corrections you see like the real dog you know what real dog training actually is so i would think about getting the leash reactivity um uh, uh, video there's a lot of things out there that just folks emotionally won't do the withhold but um, 
you, you once you get past that and actually do it, you have a better life. So to me, it's always worth it. Next. Raquel from Brazil said the best duo in the world. I love you guys. Oh, thank you, Raquel. I love you love too, you Raquel. Too. Someone's name dropping you, by the way, on the last show. They name dropped you. Damn. Alessandra. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Devin said, with physical fitness, the mental and emotional becomes a lot easier. Devin, you really hit uh, a good point. I mm-hmm. think if you l- understand the concept of stacking, um, and uh, I get up really early, three o'clock. Um, I put some really good stuff into my brain, different podcasts. Um, I go to the gym at anywhere from four to five, the new gym that I opened up to, I still belong to both. So I have my choice, but it opens at five. Um, I like the energy at that gym. Um, sort of like going to a good restaurant, um, the service, the atmosphere, it's half of it. For me, this gym has got more. Um, I did three new exercises at this gym that I didn't do at my other gym because I don't believe they offer the equipment. Um, so um, I'm excited about this gym just for my own personal fitness journey. Um, and then when you, I come back from the gym and I journal and I manifest and I meditate. But before that, I let all the dogs out and feed them. And then I do an hour of my Jeff time because then I have my morning podcast. Next. Caroline, I accidentally recall trained my dog with the word bye. Mm. Can I leverage that and make the switch to come working on come now, but he bolts me when I say bye versus thinks when then, I say come. Then keep using bye. Just keep using bye. It's a word. It's a word. It's also politically correct. Next. Critter Sitter Pet Service said, love you, Jeff and Joelle. Well, we love you, too. We love you, We too. love you, too. So thank you so much. David Smith. Hey, David. Hey, guys. Glad to see you. I hope the edition goes drama-free. Tomorrow, the floors get put in. Um, the contractor that we have has been doing this for 48 years. Like just in this town, pretty much, he knows every. Like he knows all of our neighbors. Um, um, uh, he really has it together. It, I would say it's going. Um, it's been pretty. We similar. have not had one, uh, one issue. Ryan writing is on our windows every day. Writing the first check for the um, <laughs> the fifty percent. Uh, uh, Part was the only issue that I've had, but other than that, it's doing pretty well. Next. Kim, FYI, last year before I found you on YouTube, Thumper was a nervous, shaking, freaking out basket case at that dog park fence line. So, you know, all I can say to that is kudos to you for all the hard work. I mean, I think, you know, we make these courses and people are like, oh my gosh, I made so much progress. And there's a common slogan that says knowledge is everything. Knowledge is power. And I, and, and I can't disagree with that more, actually. The, um, the application, the application of knowledge um, is actually um, power. Next. Um, Debbie said, I never recommend my clients allow meeting dogs on leash. People unconsciously hold tight leash, which contributes to loading. 
Yeah, what it does is it kicks in opposition reflex and instinctively dogs actually want to lunge. Next. Um, Stoned Papa Smurf. Just got a husky puppy. Since it's a sled dog, is it okay to have him lead on walks? Um, are you planning on sledding with your dog? No, it's not. A, well, first of all, um, congratulations on your new dog. Second of all, you can do whatever you want to do. I just want you to know that you can have a dog walk politely next to you. All huskies heal. All huskies recall. Okay? So... Um, if you ever wanted to do attach your dog to your waist and pull you on skis, pull you on a bicycle or actually, and I do know sled dog teams, but I would say that 95% of your, your time with your dog is going to be a family pet, correct? Or did you actually get it to be an actual sled dog and you do have a sled dog team that lives outside, which is they, which is what they do, by the way. They live outside. Um, some might live inside, but the majority of them live outside. The majority of them are wild and out of control because they want them to be. Um, the concept that a husky pulls and we allow it and we say it's a husky is a big cop-out. I'm not saying that anything negative towards you. I'm saying you can have both teach the dog to walk properly next to you and teach the dog to pull if you want. Next. Daniel, how to stop a dog from chilling on my bed. So again, Daniel, um, thanks for all the great questions. You um, don't let the dog on your bed and you correct your dog for being on your bed. A remote collar is a great, there's a command you can use any words you want, but we would say off and correct the dog, have a leash on the dog, pull the dog off the bed. Don't let the dog up on the bed. If you want to let the dog off on the bed, have it do it on permission and have it come off off permission. Daniel, it sounds like you need help with um, a little bit of everything. I would encourage you to get one of our courses because I'm only giving you um, 15 second answers and each answer takes way longer than that. Right, but thank you for being here. Keep asking questions. Naughty Boy Lawn said, I want to do your green to graduate program, but I have three dogs, all with resource guarding, and I'm really tired of vet bills and seeing them like this. What other suggestions do you have? Um, we have a resource guarding video mm-hmm. in our course. Whole course on resource guarding. We also have free resource guarding videos on YouTube. Also, a half-hour consult with me is cheaper than walking into a vet office. I can, if you have a remote collar, I can actually stop resource guarding on the consult. Turn the camera around. We'll set it up. I will stop it cold. I've done it. Um, I mean, I've done it in real life thousands of times. I've done it online hundreds of times. Next. Let's see. Caroline said, thanks. You're welcome. Craig said, what does double down mean? Double down is your head into a resting position. If you, if you watch this morning's show, you can only see it on Patreon and Instagram stories. I mean, Instagram subscriptions. A dog goes flying to, to – hold on one second. Let me see if the lighting is okay. Do you see that German Shepherd? That's our board and train. See how its head is in a down? The dog's head is flat on the surface. It's like – so this is down like this, right? 
Dogs like, you know, belly on the ground, head up, double down, the dog like that. There's a bunch of hate videos out there on me that say that we blast dogs in 100 to give them double down. There's a couple of people that are really, like, passionate about their hate towards me. And um, they're like, I can't believe he blasts dogs into a double down, da 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 Ironically, we have a video out. Actually, if you guys are Instagram subscribers, I just put up a video of me doing it with him today. Right. On our $4.99 subscription on Instagram. We have a free video also on how to teach a double down. And it looks nothing like what all these people are saying we're doing. I literally show it live at a seminar in front of lots of people, lots of dogs. Show it live, literally unedited well i mean there's editing for like you know like time wise as far as like side chatter and you know nonsense but the meat and potatoes are right there there's no hidden secrets no hidden tricks all our clients are able to do it it puts the dog into a mentally rested position wait when you meditate my morning meditations involve me lying on my bed with my palms up and my my body back, not like I'm going to meditate. You know what I mean? So it's like it puts you into a more rested position. Next. David Smith said, I was remodeling once and took out a wall to find a secret room I didn't know about. Then I remembered it was a duplex. I'll show myself out now. David, you did not. You did not. Of course you did. (laughs) Imagine that just busting into your neighbor's house. I'd be pissed. I would have punched you in the face, David. Next. Veronica. Thank you. There are no shenanigans in the house. She walks a perfect heel, sits when we stop. Things around us just scare her. Rather high correction is helping. Now we're starting driveway drills, just watching people outside. Good for you. Just be, who's that, Constance? No, Veronica. Veronica? Yeah, just be a, be a, just a really strong leader. Just be a really strong leader. And this sounds so cold and uncaring. When you're dealing with rehab, when you're dealing with nervous, fearful, anxious dogs, you sort of got to take, not you sort of, you have to take your heart out of it, which sounds so terrible when you say that, doesn't it? Doesn't that sound bad? The biggest way to failure of a nervous, fearful, anxious, stressed, aggressive dog is being too emotional about it all. The best way for success is being logical and methodical. Next. Stone Papa Smurf said, thanks for the info, putting in the work to get Nook, my husky, to his full potential. Awesome. Awesome. Proud of you. Proud of you. And, and, and remember, don't let anybody ever tell you a husky can't do something. They can train up fine. Now, huskies can be talkative. Just keep that in mind. You might get some talk back, like mm-hmm. you'll say to your dog, um, down, and your dog in its own little dog attitude will say, fuck you. Um, but it'll down, but it'll flip you off on the way down. Um, so, um, but treat your husky like you were, just pretend it was any other breed of dog. Next. Naughty Boy Lawn said, I have a remote collar. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Stone Papa Smurf said, going to take the Husky on a bike ride, on bike rides in the future. Awesome. Awesome. So again, so I bike with my dogs. They, they run off leash next to me. Um, 
if you decide to have your dog pull on the bike ride, you can have a perfectly trained dog in a heel. But as soon as the bike comes out, the harness comes out because that's what you want to run your dogs on, by the way, on the bike is a harness. If it's going to actually pull you, same with on skis. Um, your dog goes into a different state of mind. Your dog goes into work mode. But I want you to know, and people will tell you different because they just don't know how to do it. Remember that. People say it can't be done when they don't know how to do it. Just ask Roger Bannister, which I don't think he's alive anymore, but he broke the four-minute mile in 1956 or seven. And everybody said it couldn't be done. And then he did it. Mm-hmm. And now tens of thousands of people have done it, including high school students. Next. The Zeke said, our dog's head darts around. He keeps looking over his shoulder. Think nervous, anxiety type twitching. Mm. He's always like this and it makes training hard. Have you seen something like this? Every day. Correct it. Literally, cut the shit. Pay attention. You would be surprised how many dogs we've given a high correction to, which sounds mean, right? Your dog's nervous, fearful, anxious, concerned, and you're, quote unquote, shocking it. Guess what it does? snaps the dog back into reality. We've seen it thousands of times. It actually, people will say, this is the common phrase. There's a lot of common catchphrases in, in dog training. It destroys the relationship. I can tell you firsthand, it builds the relationship incredibly well. Next. Daniel, how to stop dogs running away. Okay. Again, Daniel, get our green to graduate, please. Every one of your questions will be answered. Teach the dog recall. So there's teaching a dog to walk politely on a leash, teaching a dog to do a proper sit-stay, a proper sit-stay for like 30 minutes minimum. Down-stay, two hours minimum. Place, recall, kennel up, waiting for food, don't jump on people, stop barking. Like there's going to be all this like family pet dog training minimum requirement. Angela, can you do all that in this, uh, run the dishwasher place tonight? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so I think that um, I think it's important that it that 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 you you we have free videos on that too. By the way, jump on our YouTube channel. Um, also, you might want to invest in the Green to Graduate. But again, keep asking questions. But my response is going to keep being: we have free videos on that because teaching a dog to recall it's a multi-layered lengthy process, which doesn't mean a year, but it means there's a lot of steps that would be too numerous to say on this podcast. Next. Uh, Veronica said, not mean at all. I'm a drill sergeant with her. I can't have a giant dog who's reactive, especially in a world out of, out of control little dogs who want to say hi. She has to be solid. You shouldn't have a giant breed if you can't commit to solid training. So two days ago, two of our trainers were with dogs on leash, sitting at a park bench. A public park bench. And they were attacked by three off-leash, almost 200-pound dogs. Three, oh, 200 pounds, piece. a piece, a yeah. piece, a piece. And everybody was laughing like how funny it was as my staff and the dog, clients' dogs, nobody got injured, were attacked. But... Thank God they were with friendly dogs because they have the right to be there with dogs that are not good with dogs. Mm -hmm. They have the right to sit on a bench, minding their own business with a leash dog. Thank God they were friendly dogs. But 
the entitlement was incredible from the owner. The entitlement from everybody in the area was incredible. Next. Sid, good evening, guys. Just saying hi. Great podcast. This AM, Jeff. Oh. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. Thank you. Hope you're doing well. After you fill up the water. Um, let's see. Kim said, amen to that. Snap back into reality, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Zeke. Thanks, Jeff and Joelle. We'll try. By the way, you did the head movement perfectly. The anxious dog. The... Yeah. The yeah. squirreliness that we yeah. see every single we day. We see it so much. I mean, this is the thing. Um, a lot of times if you're brand new to the show or if you have if you've heard bad things about me, which most people have, um a lot of times I come across as cocky. And tonight I think I'm more low-key, so it's not as bad, but oftentimes I do. There's a big difference between cockiness and confidence, but there's also a big difference in how you deliver it. Agreed. But when you, when you work with somebody that's been doing something for a very long period of time and that have seen every single unwanted behavior numerous times and has fixed every single unwanted behavior numerous times over and over and over again in every breed of dog at all different ages in all different situations. Those are the people that you're actually going to want to ask the questions to. The ones with the knowledge. So because someone has knowledge and they say it with confidence, that usually builds trust. It's, the, it's ironic how that sometimes gets flipped. Next. Daniel said, thanks. Um, Apex Canine, Jeff, I have a question. I know you're not a sport guy, but I'm having an issue with my boy's heel. He loses his position and begins to fall behind as we walk on the leash. Should I continue proofing? Yeah, I'm not sure what that has to support. Do you mean he's in a he's in a um he's in a focused heel or a competition heel? So I would talk to your if you have a sport trainer, talk to them, please. What they're most likely gonna do though is we like dogs behind us, but if you're doing a competition heel, the dog should be at your side with its head up. If it is, by the way, look into doggy chiropractics. It's actually not good for their neck. There's a wonderful book out there on that from, from a chiropractor, an animal chiropractor um, for adjustments of the dog's neck. Um, usually the remote collar, if the dog understands positioning, You'll be able to um, you'll be able to uh, eliminate quote fix that food lures also fix it as well. Next, Karen, are you recommending an e collar correction for a fearful, anxious dog on a walk? Mm. The dog is at my side. Could it redirect? Thanks. So, Karen, um, if you haven't heard me say that before, I've been saying it for twenty years, and um, I've been told that it's wrong for twenty years, and I keep doing it for twenty years, and it keeps being successful for twenty years. But I also have a caveat to that: your dog could redirect. Absolutely. But we have dogs redirect with every command without a remote collar. So it's not even a remote collar question. We have dogs on slip leads that are lunging at another dog. The person's holding their ground. They're not letting the dog move towards the dog. The dog actually gets frustrated. It turns and it actually goes after the handler. Now we can't say the shock, you know, made the dog bite, can we? We can't say the prong collar made the dog bite, can we? 
we can see the frustration made the dog bite or the dog's aggressive. So is it possible? Yes. It's a small, small, small percentage of the time. You should learn how to do self-preservation moves. You can also muzzle your dog as you're going through the process. Next. Veronica said, you're not cocky, you're passionate, and you're helping people and saving dogs' lives. Yeah, you know, I agree. I definitely, when I go on my rants, I often think about it. It's like, is this off the charts? Is this too much? Um, would it be better to be delivered in a more methodical, calmer way? Probably. <laughs> it's okay. People like your passion. Probably, yeah. but... Um, I, I tend to be true to myself, self, and if it comes across the wrong way, I guess I've just got to live with those consequences, right? You know, hundred percent responsibility. Next. Apex canine said, thanks for the book advice. Craig said, green to graduate is great. Highly recommend. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's a really good, um, it's a really good, uh, um, course course but i was thinking about apex like what book advice the chiropractor book oh oh yeah i forgot the name of the author i forgot the name of the author sorry yep we're coming up with the greeny graduate two this year fyi everyone oh yeah yeah do some more troubleshooting and stuff and then we're also going to be launching our e-collar workshop live in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. so we're going to have a board and train here puppy well, she's not so much a puppy anymore. Was she like eight months now? She's very puppyish. Never been on the remote. Doberman. So we're gonna do live yeah. how we condition the e collar, how we train commands. It's all gonna be live, so there's no editing. And if yeah. she if she sucks, then you're gonna see it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's live, so you get yeah. to see us troubleshoot, which will be cool. Um, that course is gonna be very affordable, probably around the hundred dollar mark. Right. And I will be launching that this month. Nice. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, let's see. The Zeke said, I haven't heard bad things. My wife and I love you guys. I turned to her after your answer and said to her, he could handle and train Murphy. Wish you were in Arizona. Yeah, I could. Um, we haven't met a dog yet. I mean, there are dogs that shouldn't be walking the face of the earth. In Rhode Island, I usually would meet three, four a year. Um, truly vicious dogs. I mean, not everyone thinks their dog is like beyond repair. And I'm like, no, I'll, you know, we work with dogs that are, that are. Um, they shouldn't be walking the earth. Um, I probably should stop saying those negative things because um, it's been so watered down and I think smart people can see through all the bullshit. Um, it's interesting. I think it's just been become part of my narrative. And you know what? I think I'm going to put that on my um, not-to-do list mm. um, starting today. So thank you for... Thank you for saying that. Next. Kim said, Jeff, you do you. You're never going to please everyone. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the things that I've always said is that I expect a large amount of the listening public to not like what I have to say um, because I'm not trying to please everyone. I actually can't stand people that try to please everybody. Um, that doesn't mean you should be an asshole. But if you are passionate about what you do, you're not going to please everybody. And also, there's also people that don't have the emotional or psychological intelligence to actually understand what the other person is saying. 
are doing. And there's also people out there that are so brainwashed by mainstream media, they actually don't actually hear or expose to the actual truth. So, next. Kim said, be true to thyself. No, thank you. Sawblade Entertainment, you could deliver it with cookies and they still wouldn't listen to what you have to say. The ones that really need to listen. Yeah, it's too bad because dogs are struggling and if... And if and, yeah, so many dogs don't need to struggle. So many. I mean, I, it's such a pleasure to take your dog everywhere. It really, really is. And a lot of people say, oh, my dog's trained. And I'm like, holding on to your dog while it's pulling doesn't mean training. Next. The Zeke said, don't change, brother, your confidence and passion cells. Thank you. Um, I, you know, I tweak myself often. I'm really uh, self-aware. and um, But I probably got this from my mom, who my mother, when I was in elementary, I'm 57 years old. When I was in elementary school, what is that, pre-12 years old? Elementary school, you're 13 yeah. when you're in seventh grade, so right. Yeah. So it's pre. My mother single handedly got every candy machine out of the whole South Euclid, Lindhurst, Ohio school department. Barb Gelman, sure, they loved you. Oh, she replaced it with nutritional. I would have been snacks. happy about that. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten my fight from my mom um absolutely next um micah said will a dog mainly listen to the main handler because he does okay with my husband but with me he does great you know a fully trained dog theoretically should, should listen to all family members but there's always going to be a human in the house that the dog listens to better now the dog listens to you the best right the only suggestion I would make for you is if your dog's not listening to your husband, do your best not to override backseat. Don't be a backseat dog trainer because then what that's going to happen is you're, you're going to teach the dog, oh, I really don't have to listen to him. I'll just wait till she tells me what to do. Just be careful about that. Next. Jonathan, what are your thoughts on affection? What is too much? I feel that maybe I don't give enough. Well, I feel I'm losing the dog a bit. I use play and try not to give too many pats and cuddles five months old. So you're at a critical time where affection can hurt, not help. But also, I, what's the person's name? Jonathan. Jonathan, let's do this. Let's figure it out on our own. You give the dog as much affection as you want, as long as you're also working the dog. Mm -hmm. If the affection gets the dog to not listen, to break the command, to start doing an unwanted behavior, then you're smart enough, right? You'll know that, eh, I guess affection hurt. Now, some dogs take affection different ways. Some dogs don't like physical touch. Some dogs prefer, like, text my Malinois, belly rub, head scratch, throw a ball. Throw a ball is going to win every single time. Next. 
Chris says, bringing the rain with the e-collar grows your relationship with your dog. Got some today. Um, I wish more people understood that not just the e-collar, but corrections in general. Oh, I think this is Chris in the inner circle, right? Chris Craig? Creating clear communication of what's allowed and what's not allowed. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Next. Karen, my dog wears an e-collar. He doesn't respond well to a prong collar correction, and it's mm -hmm. difficult to bonk him in public. Correct. The dog walks between my husband and myself, just want to avoid a bite. Put him next to your husband. He'll avoid a bite that way. I would actually have the dog not between the two of you, actually. Mm. I would actually have the dog on the outside, on the left. Have your husband walk to your right. All right. Next. Caroline, any updates on chickens and construction? We were actually we were just talking about the chickens right before we no right before we press are. play. I'm not so what I would I wish Joelle could cancel that order because there's I a know. there's a chicken place literally. I'm gonna call him tomorrow and see if I can. Literally right up the street. Like Some we just discovered it. Bullshit. It's literally right up the street. And most chickens and tractor supply in Florida don't come out now for another month. But right up the street, they got they got. Um, like there's not even chicks. a number to call. How could they? There's nothing on here. There's no phone number. Well, hold on. What's that? Is that an order number? Yeah, I have an order number. So then call up the, the corporate office. How did you order them? Call the place that you ordered it from. I ordered them online on their website. So go to the website. See if there's a contact us next. I mean, as far as the construction, it's going well. Veronica, next. even those who hate watch you are learning. Whether people love you or hate you, they're learning, right? It's actually pretty brilliant. Just keep being you. I think um, they are. A lot of people are learning what they don't want to do, right? Mm. A lot of people are learning, like, we don't want to hire this guy. I mean, um, that was a negative comment on myself. It's like, that's literally, I mean, I mean, I read it every day. Um, I, I think that, that I absolutely get people that um, something sound outlandish. They try a bunch of different stuff. It doesn't work. They, they come back around and they're like, huh. Why do I keep seeing all these other people being successful and I'm still not? Next. Jonathan, Jonathan said, thank you. You're welcome. And Terry said, problem solved with my husband. Backseat handler here. LOL. <laughs> yeah. You, you, I'm telling you, nobody likes a backseat uh, uh, handler or trainer. So just, 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 you're, 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 you're training your dog by default that your husband's not important. Also, does your husband really like you being a backseat dog trainer? And it goes both ways. Like uh, men, like stop being a backseat everything. Like let, let your partner, you know, be successful, make a mistake, be there to support them no matter what happens. Next. That's it. And it's seven o'clock anyway. Angelo, we got through every question. do you want to plug your podcast, buddy? Yes, please. Okay. Hello. So uh, I came here to plug my podcast, <laughs> Fun Facts with Angelo. So um, it's actually it's tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to do it on... Uh, Hmm. You ready for African mythology yet? No. Okay. To be honest, I don't know if I'm really going to do that because I like the cycle of Norse, Greek, Egyptian. 
and and the view and you guys seem to like it too. So which one are you gonna do it on? I did Greek last time, right? I believe so. Then Egyptian. Okay, cool. Awesome. And you can see it on you you, you can see the live or replay on YouTube and Facebook. Right. Not Instagram though. And, and people can um, ask questions. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait to tomorrow. Yay. Five, Five p.m. Cool. Oh, and the podcast does not always last an hour, just like the morning podcast. Right. Good job, buddy. Girl, we know it could be 30 minutes. Right. Good. So, uh, just to let you know, this dog here that couldn't hold place, see that bed that the dog is on? See how, 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 how minimal space there is right there? Um, Angelo stepped on the bed coming to us like right from the dog, this close to the dog's head. He stepped on the bed, going back to his reading chair, um, right on the bed. This is a dog that couldn't hold command for more than five seconds. He's been doing one to two hour place commands now. And it's not because he's tired or lazy. It's because we're involving him in our life. The green to graduate can give, get you that. Um, Sid says, be yourself, Jeff. Can't please everyone. You tell it like it is. Yes. Um, Apex Angelo is the main. My kids love watching your show. Oh, thanks, Apex. Give your kids a big shout out. Give your kids a big shout out. All right. Um, the chickens are coming from China. They, they might be. They might be. His um, name off. Um, Craig says he loves Egyptian. Yeah, Angelo, um, there's some great African mythology that he definitely has some good. about his do some fun facts with that. Get him to drop some knowledge on that. Well, does he know facts yet, mm, though? Yeah, yeah. He knows a lot about African mythology. Yeah. Um, he's the one that talked about the bats, you know? Oh, right, yeah. right. So there's a couple other, a couple other, you know, truth bombs that he, that he said. Constance says, I'm only on day two with ECAL while doing Green and Graduate. It's amaze balls. Don't have to correct high, and they just do. My wow. mind is blown. Now my dogs are... Um, my little stalkers follow me I'm everywhere, but politely. So, Constance, I responded <laughs> to your email, and my response was no. And you know why my response was no? And I responded prior to your comment. It's because of your comment. Okay? It'll create more confusion, hon. But as far as you wanting to donate your consult to the woman from Ukraine, um, which is a wonderful, wonderful gesture. We had a woman. What? Is, she's part of our Patreon channel. She's from Ukraine, like in the middle. She's like in the middle of the war yeah. in Ukraine. And she's literally like asking questions about her dog. Yeah. Wow. Pretty incredible. Next. Actually, that's it. I'm sorry. Um, do you want to just do this last one? Sure. Go ahead. Soli said, would you describe your dog's walks as structure punctuated with freedom or freedom punctuated with structure? Um, I, that's I, a good question. I would say... Um, our personal dog is definitely more freedom. I, I would. That's what I was going to say. I would say our nighttime walks with our personal dogs are freedom punctuated with structure. My morning bike rides are more structure punctuated with structure client dogs are always structured they're only with us for a few weeks at a time there's plenty of time for them to have freedom and we do give them freedom in other aspects you know of, of the world it's been a really good show 
Um, thank you all so much. Jump into our free social media. We've got lots of free social media. Jump into our courses at academy.sallycaninetraining.com. Your life can change. The green to graduate can literally change the, the gosh, I need to stop saying the word literally. Um, that's another um, potty word. Um, the green to graduate course can change the trajectory of um, your uh, relationship with your dog. And your whole life in general with your dog. Just, just everything. It's our just, most powerful just everything. Course, for It sure. really, really, really is. It is. All right. Also, if you guys got any enjoyment, entertainment, education out of this podcast, please share it. Share the podcast, please like share. it, subscribe it. Yeah. Think about joining our Patreon or That's our like We don't do Instagram. ads on our podcast. We don't ask for money. We just want you guys to share. That's all. Oh, Kim likes the solid color shirt on you, Jeff. Hmm. So this what shirt and the black shirt that mm-hmm. I wore the other day have been in my drawer Forever. I actually ripped the tag off this shirt. Literally bought them for him two years ago. And um, I never felt comfortable wearing a non-baggy shirt. Not that this is tight at all. I just didn't feel as comfortable. And um, uh, I really enjoy this shirt a lot. In fact, I'm going to dig through my drawer to see if there's any more colors. I'll get you some more shirts. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic day. Just always remember, people love you. They care about you. And on the flip side, there's people that are struggling and would love a kind word and would love a helping hand. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.